Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, One Sad Orphan at a Time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell, and I don't think that's... We don't know where his mom is. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, so... (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about Minute 164, which starts with, um, the, like, the barest, not even half a second of Treebeard. Um, before we return once again to Helm's Deep. We leave during Dingle in the past again. Yeah. It's been, like, what, less than a minute? Yeah, my sense of time is terrible. Apparently. When I just think about the movie. Yeah, we totally spend, like, ten minutes with with the ends again. That's weird that 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 scene is extended. Like, the less than a minute scene is extended. Yeah. What? Oh, anyway. Um, and it ends with Aragorn, um, kind of regarding Miss Sword. He's giving it the freeze frame. He's giving it a really funny look. He's just, like, very focused and breathing out. Um, it's a really crappy sword. So, I mentioned this at the beginning of the week with Niall, but I think that that sword looks an awful lot like the sword... Aragorn is holding in the armory scene before he puts it down and starts talking to Legolas. It looks like the same sword to me. Oh. That's interesting. And I think that that's just... That might just be a visual design thing from Rohan, that they look so similar. Yeah. Because you don't see that sword super close. Right. But it's it's dinged up in a similar way. It's obviously a piece of crap. Yeah. (laughs) As far as, you know... We're really going to take some of these weapons into battle? Well, I mean, look at what the orcs are using. We've gone over orcish weaponry um, quite a lot with Chris, Chris O'Connor. Yeah, but these are actually swords and not flat pieces of metal. Right, but I'm just saying it's fair odds. I guess. Because, like... 300 versus 10,000. I mean, like, if you're one-on-one with an Urukai, it's fair odds. Not if you're a 14-year-old boy who lost his dad in a war (laughs) attack. Well, okay. I mean, I guess, I guess so. I mean, okay. So if you were six foot five, strapping, and had like this crappy sword, and then an Urukai had his weird piece of metal, that's fair odds. I guess. I guess. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, we just smash cut right back to Helm's Deep. All this motion of people walking around. Aragorn is moping. Yeah, kind of. I mean, he's... Just sitting. He he broods, dude. Yeah, he's That's his trademark. Brooding on some steps outside Helm's Deep. Just yeah. watching people. All he needs is his pipe. Yeah, he's just watching people readying themselves for death. This is... I'd be brooding, too, to be, to be honest. This is not a great time to be in Rohan. It's a terrible time to oh. be in Rohan. And then he notices this very young boy. Who, like, is looking at the sword kind of puzzled. 
Like, what am I supposed to do with this? When, so to me, as a person who's at least somewhat studied history, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me for Hama's son to seem to have no idea what to do with this sword. Um, I Because think, he's a high-ranking member of, like, the Guard? I think because it's, like, scrap metal. Hmm. Maybe. I don't get the, in- I don't get the impression that it's scrap metal. I get the impression that a lot of these weapons are just weapons that happen to be still here in Helm's Deep. Weapons that belonged to people's fathers or grandfathers that haven't seen use in a couple generations. Yeah, scrap metal. That's very different than scrap metal. Scrap metal implies it was cobbled together quickly just now. Um, I to guess. Me. Scrap metal to me means it's good for scrap. I see. Not that it's made, not like it's, it's not like a Mad Max sword. I mean, the sword is definitely, at least to me anyways, it looks like this sword is too big for this small boy. Yeah. But. Because it looks like a bastard sword, hand and a half sword. It's, when it has a, it has it? a long blade. It doesn't seem to have an overlong pummel, but it has a long blade. Or it seems to have a fairly long blade. Someone who knows more about swords maybe can explain. But this is a very... This is the kind of sword I think of when I hear, like, Viking sword in my brain. Uh Uh-huh. Or or this is also kind of like uh, Gladius. It's that shape. That similar handle style. Yeah. Just like a column with a blade stuck onto it. Well, I mean, Viking sword would make sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a very simple sword design, so lots of swords in history look like this. Where they have just the very simple hilt, blade almost as wide as the the guard. Uh. And then just sharpen that sucker up and stab people with the pointy end. <laughs> but I feel like Hama's son, Haleth would have at least quite a bit more training than your average farm boy. Yeah. Presumably he lives in Edoras. He probably works with his father, being the age of roughly 14, he appears to be, I guess, in a society like this. Yeah. He definitely works. He's probably been trained. Why doesn't he have his own sword that is nicer I don't know, dude. His father just died. Cut him some slack. I am, in fact... So, it would seem to me that they would pass Hama's sword onto his son. Was it lost? I don't know. They... They left the dead. They did leave the dead. But it would be foolish when you're doing a refugee travel to not at least go over the dead quickly. To see if anyone had anything you would still be able to use. Would they have had time? I don't know. You would. I feel like you would make time for that in a survival situation like this. Well... You just, you just have to make time to try to ensure your future survival. Because Hama... Hama also died further away from the, the place where the actual battle took place. But wouldn't Gambling have picked up his sword? Gambling was busy. I guess. Gambling was busy, like, not getting eaten. And then he was busy with his grief. Yeah. And then he was busy managing the king. And the king's grief. He doesn't even have time to grieve. 
This kid probably doesn't even know his father is dead. No, he's gotta know. You think? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he does. He's gotta. That's so sad. He... Dude, yeah, his father died, sad. like... Like, this boy looks like sad. Like, two days ago. Well, yeah. yeah, they're all going to die. Yeah. The men are talking. They say there's that it's hopeless. Yeah. They say we won't last the night. That's so sad. Give me your sword. I like Aragorn's, um, like when he says his name, um, son of Hama. I like Aragorn's, like, acknowledgement of this. Like, oh, I know who that was. Oh, yikes. <laughs> That's why he just immediately takes interest in trying to boost this kid's spirits. Yeah. Because you can see it in his face. He, like, looks away. Like, down and away. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a good thing here. And then when he's swinging the sword around, he looks angry. Yeah. I mean, he has reason to not be happy with the situation, so he's just kind of taking some of it out. Yeah. But also testing the sword or like making a show of testing the sword for the kid. Yeah. Aragorn's got some issues. He's got some things to deal with. Right. I'm supposed to be king of Gondor. I guess I'm going to die in this hole with the people of Rohan. He's not going to die. Gandalf would never let him die. Then I shall die as one of them. I know. Look to my coming on the fifth day. Well, it ain't the fifth day yet. It is almost the fifth day. Almost. One day remains. Is that a Legend of Zelda thing? Yes. The dawn of the fifth day. They've met with a terrible fate. Oh, no. I've never played that game. It is my not my least favorite Zelda game. That's not true. Is it the one with the giant moon? Yes. Oh. That's gonna hit the planet in three days and oh destroy it all destroy everything. And every day it's just like dawn of the third day. Three days remain. That's horrible. And then dawn of the first day, twenty four hours dawn of the last day, twenty four hours remain. And then there's a there's a countdown in the upper right hand corner of the screen when you play. Yeah. That counts down from seventy two hours. That's really playing. stressful. But you have the ability to go back in time to the beginning of the third oh. day. To the beginning of the first day, rather. That's still really stressful. So you it's a time loop game where as you go through it and get better at progressing, you have to go back to the beginning, solve things faster, now that you know how to, to get to where you need to go and like do the things you need to do. In time. No. For the end of the game. God, I already hate this. There's a lot of redoing things in that game. I play, like, not stressful games, like... And as you unlock some things... I don't know. I think Minecraft is stressful. And then, like, as you unlock things, part of the part of the game mechanic is collecting masks that give you access to other powers. And a lot of them you can only get at certain times of day in certain places. But to get those masks, you have to get items from other places in the game and then go back to the beginning of the game and wait for that right time in that right place to get that mask. So there's a lot of going back and forth, interacting with the same people a bunch. That's bull. You see a mermaid die on the beach in front of you, not 10 feet from the water. Oh my god, no! As he gives you his spirit so you can become a mermaid. What? What is this? But it's like, dude, you were right there. Just... 
Link could have just pushed him back in the water. Oh my god. What kind of hero of Hyrule are you? Instead, he, like, shreds on an electric guitar and then gives you a spirit. You like mermaid murderer? Jesus. Mer-murderer. Mer-murderer. <laughs> but, like, Zora Link looks cool, so that's fine. Mer-murderer just sounds like I have an unfortunate stutter. Strangely, that makes me think of uh, Metalocalypse. The mer murderer makes me think that it's an adult swim cartoon. Oh. The drummer is called Murderface. Oh. Lovely. I think he's the drummer. I don't remember. I haven't seen that show in forever. Um, do we have anything Way off else? Topic. Do we have anything else for this minute? This is just super sad. It is very sad. I don't like dwelling on the sads when it doesn't suit me. So. But apparently everyone is just talking about it being hopeless. And this, you know, maybe that was started by Legolas saying they will all die. Maybe it was started by Aragorn, who said in English, I will die as one of them. Well, the first thing Legolas said, he said in Manish, they are afraid. But And, and, and Gimli was, Gimli said some of them have not, or what, somebody said, they haven't seen enough winters. They've seen oh, too few yeah, winters yeah, or yeah. too many. That's um, too many or too few. That's Gimli. Yeah, but those are just that's just stating the obvious. Yeah, but it's going to make everybody uneasy. They already know, and then everyone gets really quiet suddenly when Legolas starts speaking. Well, yeah, because Legolas is speaking. Duh. What does the elf say? The one guy who speaks Elvish is just like he goes like pale, like, and oh, everyone's no. just like. Uh oh. <laughs> like they haven't been told that 10,000 orcs are coming. Yeah. Yeah, do they, like, I mean, I guess they must know because they're talking about how they're all going to die. Well, it just started as one rumor and then it just spread. One person found out and then everybody knows. Oh, I see. They're in tight quarters, just spreads outward. No secrets among battlefields, I guess. I mean, when you have. 300 people shoved into close quarters. Anything someone says is heard by others and then spreads as rumors. That's true. 300 people is not that many. Like... My high school is 370. That's ludicrous to me. I went to a high school that was like literally 10 times the size of your high school. Yeah. So like everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody's business to a degree. That's crazy. I'm not about that life. See, I literally met somebody who graduated the same year I did, like, out of the country. And we were just like, oh, where are you from? Oh, Southern California. Oh, where in Southern California? Oh, so-and-so. And I'm just like, wait, how old are you? Did we go to the same high school? And we've never met before. Like, that's, that's my reality. See, and to me, that's weird. Whatever. I was a nerd. I had, like, five friends. <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't like. I don't really like dwelling on the sad in this movie either. Except for Theoden. I love Theoden. He's my boy. I know, because he does the sad so well. Because yeah, it's it's just, not it's not like he makes he makes me feel it. I'm not just seeing it. It's not like war movie sad. It's like Shakespearean war movie sad. That's right. the difference. This is like Macbeth 
waxing about how terrible a situation is and it just makes you feel bad. Like, this boy... I mean, he probably dies. We don't know what happens to this boy. We never see him again. Which is really messed up. Um, Why, Peter Jackson, why would you show us this small boy? And then he never follows through. He he followed through on the small boy and the small girl, but not this poor boy who's literally lost his father. His father got eaten. Right? Man. But he only exists in the movie... Um, and Haleth is actually the name of Hama's brother in the book, so that's probably why they picked the name. But, uh, yeah. Poor kid. He probably dies. Since we never see him again, we can only assume that he dies. (sighs) Well, we don't see him post-battle, I don't believe. Yeah. If we do, it's in some sort of composite shot, and I just can't remember seeing his face. It says, the fate of Haleth is unknown after the war. After the war. Oh, maybe we should look out for him. I've never thought to. I'm pretty sure we see him on the wall before the archer's fire. Next to that old, old man. Oh, but that's before the fighting starts. Yeah. And I have, I've never... I'm talking about, like, after... But this kid should have another line or another interaction with Aragorn after the battle to follow through that we know this kid is okay. Or why Peter show Jackson me this child? It's just like a sad son of a bitch, and he's just like I don't know, languish with me. I'm going to show you this poor orphan boy, and then never show you again. You told me he wasn't an orphan. He's not an orphan. Well, we don't know what happened to his mom. Presumably, she is alive somewhere. Uh, I don't know, dude. So hopefully she's alive under the city or under the keep. I would also assume that since this is Hama's son, he's not been requisitioned and forcibly separated from his family to fight. He probably is already some sort of intern or lower ranking member of the guard of Edoras. Yeah, but at that point, though, like we were saying earlier, why doesn't he have his own sword? Right. So why doesn't he have his own sword? His armor looks better than most people's. Yeah, because he's the son of a, like, not a nobleman, but, like, a king's guard. Yeah. So, like, his armor looks pretty good, but then his sword is a piece of crap. Maybe someone stole his sword. Maybe. And then he got stuck with this one. Maybe he gave it to someone who he knew was a better fighter. Maybe. Maybe they gathered up all the weapons and were just like, all right, so we want to make sure that all the best weapons go with the people we know are going to be able to fight well. I don't know, man. I'm done, like, meditating on... It's like sword socialism. Child death. <laughs> Redistribution of weaponry. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. What do you guys think happens to Haleth, son of Hama? Do we just... Do I just not remember seeing him? Is he somewhere in the post-battle scenes? I don't think so. Um, well, you can, uh... Posit your theories um, on our Facebook listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic. Um, we also have an official Facebook page, but we're more active in the group. So come join us. Uh, and if you have a moment, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And um, thanks for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow to, I don't know, finish out this sad scene. And maybe talk about Aragorn's lie. Uh, is it a lie? This is a good sword. 
I mean, I don't know. It's got a good heft. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Bye.